0: The city of Baxter is a growing community. Good things have been happening there over the last few years. This morning, I am joined by the Mayor of Baxter, John Martin, and the one and only Police Chief, Danny Holmes. Good morning, gentlemen. Good
1: morning. Good morning, Ben.
0: Thank you all for being here. Of course, I am a life-long uh, resident of Baxter. I uh, grew up there. went to high school at Upperman, uh, Baxter Elementary School, before we went from two schools to four, which has been part of our growth over the last uh, 10 to 15 years, and that's been exciting for that community. I always like our listeners to know, about who I'm visiting with today, and Mayor, I'll start with you, um, just because, I think you're, are you older than Danny? Well, just I, a little Just bit. a tad. I'll start with you. I know you were mayor years ago. Right. Uh, tell me, t- why did you decide to run for mayor again?
2: Well, uh, I got killed by my wife when <laughs> I even made the suggestion I was going to do this, but, you know, it's uh, no disrespect, but... Uh, Our city needs growth. The only way that we're going to survive is having growth, and I just uh, felt like that uh, if we can grow, it's better for our children and our grandchildren, er everyone, uh, to have a uh, a better place to live, the parks and everything that we're going to have in Baxter. And uh, you die if you don't have growth, and that's one reason. Well, that's the only reason I ran. I wanted to see Baxter to be something, and uh, it's going to be something.
0: You've made a lot of changes. Uh, You came in in 2016, correct? Yes. And a lot of things have happened. Good things have happened in three years. How are things different now in your term as mayor than they were the first time as mayor?
2: Well, as far as uh, the growth brings uh, a lot of challenges. Of course, I know uh, Chief Holmes and his uh, officers, uh, it's a lot bigger challenge than what it was back then. But... um, it's uh, all the schools that we have. You know, we've got the upperman, we've got uh, the middle school and all. We didn't have that. And uh, it brings on more traffic, which uh, complicates a lot of things for the chief and for um, Baxter as a whole. But um, it uh, takes a lot more money to operate now than what it did back in 78, 79. Of course, we paved all the streets. We did. We had a good two years when I was mayor before, but uh, really uh, never, ever realized uh, when I got into this that it would be the challenge that it is. Sure. And um, my life has just been challenges. I've fished tournaments all my life. I've done a lot of things, and everything that I've done in my life, I like the challenge. So this is really a big challenge.
0: You're doing a great job. Chief, you've been in law enforcement for how long?
1: Many years. I think this is my 46th year.
0: 46th year. You must have started when you were eight.
1: I think I did. Um,
0: and you're a Marine. Yes, and, sir. And I don't say you were a Marine. <laughs> I learned through my coworkers and friends, once a Marine and always Marine. You got out of the Marine Corps. You went straight into law enforcement.
1: I sure did. I uh, started at the Putnam County Sheriff's Department in 1976 under Sheriff Jerry Abston, And I stayed just a little over 30 years with them, Ben. And, uh, had a great career had uh you know we started a dare program and that was under senator tommy burks and jerry Abston, and just a very successful program that was one of my highlights and uh, then when uh sheriff andrews came in he, he made me a school resource officer so you know I understand what uh they go through too on a daily basis and, and i also feel like that's a great program so i retired actually and uh I think it was October 2010, and no, 2006, and then uh, stayed out of law enforcement for four years and uh, came to the city of Baxter in September of 2010, thinking I'm going to spend a couple years there. And uh, so I'm on my ninth year.
0: What did you do those four years you were off?
1: I actually went to work for the hospital. I was security over at Coval Regional, and that was a great job also. And, uh, you know, you'll listen to law enforcement officers. Once you retire, it's still in your blood. You know, I think it was in my blood from uh, when I was in high school. I wanted to be a police officer all my life, and uh, it just seems like – that when I came to Baxter in 2010, that's my hometown. And, uh, you know, we only had four officers at that time, and I worked a shift like everybody else. And uh, and now we, we're up to six men, and uh, so it, it's a lot better than it was. And uh, as the mayor told you, we're growing. Uh, uh, we're hoping to expand the department by hopefully another officer in the near future.
0: How, so speaking of expanding and and. Uh, the police department is obviously a big part of the operations. How is the budget looking for the police department? Are you going to have room to add uh, another personnel? Well,
1: we won't till the next budget, you know, which will be next July, and uh, you know, we've been operating. Uh, you know, we're very fortunate to, to live in Baxter. All of us knows that, uh, but hopefully, we can expand. Hopefully, next year, and uh, expand to seven. And uh, that—that's my goals, anyways. We'll see what
0: happens. This is trending. I'm Ben Rogers, visiting with Baxter City Mayor John Martin, Police Chief Danny Holmes. Do you, how do you, Chief? I, and I've always wanted to ask you this. I never have. How do you manage your your staff as far as shifts go? Uh, with with so many, and you really do have few. If you're you're six people, that's not a lot. How do you manage that?
1: We work twelve-hour shifts, and uh, you know, one shift comes in at six a in the morning till six p. Okay. And then our high uh, course, I work a lot of hours. I work days and nights, just whatever it takes to do the job. But I also have a, a person that floats. And uh, so, you know, you've got sick days, you've got comp days, you've got vacation days. And uh, when they're off, the, the person that floats, and his name is Sergeant Richard Bullard, and uh, he takes their place. So, you know, it's like I was telling the mayor earlier this week if if the night shift, if they get a DUI driving under the influence, they're outside our city for four about four hours. It, it takes that long to process, right. and uh, I'm hoping that we can change that in the near future.
0: Well, speaking of the budget, um, has the has the budget passed for the city of Baxter, Mayor? Yes, it has. Did it pass in May? Is that correct? Uh, June. June, June. Right. Any tax increase for the city of Baxter? No tax increase. Okay, well, and that's a popular question the last few weeks because there's been tax increases across the Upper Cumberland and Putnam County, city of Cookville, and so the city of Baxter managed to get a budget passed. What are some of the important services both of you see, other than the law enforcement side? We know how important it is, safety of our city, that the city of Baxter provides.
2: Well, the the good part about it, of course, everyone knows that uh, water and sewer, um, uh, is a big benefit to our uh, citizens. And uh, the uh, the problem that every municipality is having now is the cost of, of your water and sewer. Uh, I know the city of Coltville has passed on to the city of Baxter uh, a rate increase. Uh, it's passed on to uh, different municipalities, and the city of Baxter is going to have a rate increase. We have no recourse. Uh, it's not... Uh, the growth that's uh, really um, making this happen is passed on to them. Of course, our sewer plants in, uh, in the 30s year old and um, it's it's outdated really. I mean we, we have the capacity to do what we're doing as far as growth. but uh, I know all good city of Koupola is going to have a rate increase. Of course, they just got a 15 cent tax on top of that, plus I think their electric's going up. But everyone's got to understand when uh, we buy our water from the city of Cookville and the operating cost of our sewer plant goes up every day, uh, there's got to be an increase. It's not something that uh, the council or myself love, you know like to see, but it's something that, that has to happen. But as far as our budget, uh, we're in good shape as far as our budget. We had uh, uh, our streetlights that we uh, – we bought and put up at the Interstate and no, all. We paid that off uh, probably two weeks ago. We did not have that debt. We're getting ready to pay off probably in September uh, our water and uh, fire building. That will be paid off. So what we're trying to do is, uh, is uh, growth gives us the money to pay off things and uh, where we do not have to have uh, an increase in, uh, in taxes. I'm uh, I'm an advocate. I don't like tax increases, but uh, there might be a time uh, down the road that it happens, you know, with everything that uh, the services that you provide. We had uh, 161 acres out on Baxter Road that uh, the people wanted to be in the city limits. Of course, we don't have that development yet. That will come, and we're hoping for 140 homes to be built on that. But one thing they wanted, they wanted the sewer, and they wanted to be incorporated in the city limits of Baxter, which um, really helps the city. So that's kind of where we're at on that.
0: And if you're going south on 56, uh, right as soon as you pass under the interstate, that development is on the right there. That's 61 acres,
2: correct? Right. Yes, it is. And
0: the developers are looking to put, you say, 140 homes? Yes. Right. So you're, you're providing sewer to them. They will pay for that sewer, obviously. Right. And the property tax increase or property tax revenue, I should say, will only grow from that point on. Because you're improving that sixty one acres with one hundred forty homes. Right. Uh the city of Baxter will will benefit from that. And that's what you want. And you're doing it kinda on the outlines of the city limits. So it's not affecting downtown as much, but downtown's gonna benefit from it because right. of that revenue. Uh, today I'm listening or today I'm joined by Mayor Martin and you're listening to trending and Chief Danny Holmes. We're discussing all things Baxter, all the good things going on. the budget has been passed uh, back in June no tax increase for the city the citizens of Baxter. All the services uh, that are provided we'll continue to discuss this is trending. trending now today we are visiting with City of Baxter Mayor John Martin and the Baxter Police Chief Danny Holmes. The city council, formerly known as the Board of Aldermen, Passed a budget in, in June. There was no tax increase for the city of Baxter. We've been discussing the services the city of Baxter provides for its citizens. The Public Works Department, I know John really well. They do a great job. Every time I'm driving through, they're doing something. So they're working. How many employees are in that department, Mayor?
2: Well, we have uh, four in the water and four in the in the streets.
0: What? So water and streets, that's what they deal with. Anything, any potholes, anything they can fix, they try to fix. If it's major road construction. You, do you utilize the county highway department or do you depend on the public works department and city?
2: Our public works does the work.
0: Counties are different across the state and how they use and, and cities, how they work together. They've got a lot of responsibility. I know they do a good job. Um, other, you, you, you provide water, public works. Of course you have the, the police department, any other departments? We're Fire departments. Fire That's department, right. of course, right. we don't leave them out. Full-time chief. Right. And that is Mr. Um, Matt the,
2: Matt is part-time. Matt
0: oh, Matt is part-time. Right. Yeah, Mr. Matt White. Matt White. It's part-time. Um, of course, we have an ambulance station in the city of Baxter, and that's right there by the fire department. So there's a lot of services inside the city limits that the people have access to. If you need an ambulance, you're not waiting for one to come from Cooble. You have one right there. Uh, we actually had a need for in church a few weeks ago, and they were there with under a minute, uh, just like that. So good services going on in the city of Baxter. We talk about the council. Uh, formerly known as the Board of Aldermen, what prompted that change to go from the Board of Aldermen to the City Council?
2: Well, we thought about this, or I did. I thought about it. The younger generation, and I've said this before in different meetings, uh, does not relate really to an alderman. They don't. You mention alderman, what is an alderman? And we just felt like, as far as uh, our younger generation can relate to a, a councilman, much better than alderman. So. We went to the legislature, and we made a charter change. It had to go before the legislature to do this change. So that's what took place, and uh, that was this last month. They are now councilmen.
0: And there's four councilmen? We we
2: have four councilmen and, uh, of course, the mayor. Uh, The mayor does not vote, or I do not vote, unless there's a tie. Uh, And it's kind of unique the way the city charter is set up the mayor in Baxter has a uh, veto power, and I think uh, Mr. Wilhite, or Mayor Wilhite, uh, used the veto power at, at one time. You know, I hope I never have to vote. I uh, definitely don't want to do a veto.
0: Was it on a property tax increase? Do you remember?
2: I don't really know what it was.
0: Okay. <laughs> it probably was. That's usually because county um, mayors, if they're not chair of the commission, which some are, they have veto power as well, right. and a lot of times they veto a budget uh, is when they utilize that power. So, four councilmen. You're the mayor. You do not vote. That's different from the city council. Right. I know Mayor Shelton is a voting member of that body. Uh, what happens? Uh, do you are, do you always break a tie, uh, or do you set if it's two two? Do you sit back and say, you know what, you guys need to work this out, or do you you break that tie?
2: Never had that come up. Never had that come up. Wow. Never had it come that's up. Hope I never have it. come And
0: that's a good sign right. of unity within that council. We got a great council looking at the same goals, the same needs for the city. So they, no tax increase. Um, what other revenue sources really help fund those services in the city of Baxter? Sales tax, I know, is a big part of that. Any other revenue sources helping fund those operations? Not really, no. Sales tax, of course, generated from all those gas and food, the buying, and we're, we keep growing retail. We added the T-Mart a few months ago uh, there at the interstate. So now we have three service stations right at the interstate. People are stopping all the time. It takes... Takes a couple minutes every now and then you get off the interstate. That's a good problem to have. I I don't have any complaints. I know people are getting off, spend their money in my hometown, and then that's that helps us grow. That um, you talked about paying off some debt earlier. What other current debt do y'all have that you gotta fund?
2: Well, we've got street funds that we've uh, street debt. It's uh, where the, they do the pavement, paving, and really that's all. So and, uh, we've got a. Uh, of course, we bought a. Uh, a new sidearm garbage truck, which really helps our uh, public works. That will be coming on board probably in September. Uh, all the citizens will get a, uh, a garbage can, you know, a large, I think it's 96 gallon, just like it is in the City of Cookville. but it's going to eliminate two people on the back of a garbage truck, which is good for the people on the garbage truck. Uh, it's good for, uh, uh It makes our city look much better also. You don't see bags and garbage cans and things that uh, dogs get in and tear it up and it's a big benefit but people says well what are you gonna do get rid of the two that you got? No. There's plenty of work for these two individuals to be doing and uh, we're planning on doing ditch work, uh, coverts and there's um, cutting right away, cutting trees on the right away but It's things that we can do that we don't really have time in the. uh, When you have two days of garbage pickup, you don't have that much time to do all this other work. But we're going to utilize them. It's really going to be good for the city.
0: This is trending. I'm Ben Rogers, visiting with John Martin and Danny Holmes from the city of Baxter. The council is working on shifting some people around. You got a new truck coming in that allows frees two people up to do some other things. Um, Next year's election year for you and. What Are you going to run again, Mayor? I want to know. People want to know, are you going to run again? You're doing a great job. Uh, I hope you I hope you make my day here.
2: Yes, I'm planning on running uh, one more term, at least. Good. Uh, the thing about uh, the city of Baxter, and like I said, when I ran, uh, it's hard to do uh, what you really need to get done in one term. And uh, it's unbelievable uh, the phone calls I'm already having since Portobello, our new big million investment that's coming to Baxter, and we're having phone calls. I had one, matter of fact, this morning from the developer out of Nashville, talking about apartments and um, different uh, businesses that's talking about coming to Baxter. So it's going to take, you know, if I'm fortunate enough to be elected one more time, uh, it's, uh, it's be carrying on. Uh, what we've got started now. And I, I hate to stop now uh, if the people would elect me one more term uh, to go ahead and continue the growth that we have in Baxter and, and our parks and everything that we've got going now.
0: Well and, well, and we'll get to Portobello and that process and how huge that is for our community. You're considered a part-time mayor. But when I drive by City Hall, I usually see your car there. It's more of a full-time job. I know you don't get paid full-time salary, right. but it takes dedication. Chief, you're a county commissioner as well. You're my counterpart. Public service is a uh, it's a calling, and uh, I speak about that a lot on this show, and people may get tired of it. But the reason I speak about it is I'm passionate about it. I like being around people that are passionate about it. Public service can be difficult, and it's a thankless job. And I don't mean thankless as in you don't, you, you don't have to thank to do it. I mean you don't get a lot of thank yous. You don't get a lot of people coming up and saying, Thank you so much mayor. Thank you so much commissioner. We appreciate all you do. We do some more of its uh phone calls about what they want or what they're complaining about. What are the chief, I'll start with you. What are the most common calls as your as police chief? And we'll get to the commissioner side as well. Do you get from your constituents inside the city of Baxter uh, uh, of their concerns? You know,
1: uh, Ben, I probably get two or three calls a week about school traffic. And you've been in it. I have. Okay, it's, uh, you know, and, and I just ask the listeners to, to bear with us. Sure. You know, we've been working on a traffic signal at 56 and 70 for seven or eight years right. now. And it's coming. It's coming. coming. Uh, Mayor Martin may speak more about that. But uh, in 2020, we're going to have a traffic signal out there. And I think that will alleviate a, a lot of the traffic congestion uh but, you know, and, and I've talked to the mayor about this. It's in every city. It's not only in Baxter. No. You know, we come up to Willow and uh, traffic is at a standstill. Or, you know, our schools, and, and people just need to be more patient than they are. And uh, But school traffic is, is where I get a lot of calls from. And, you know, our officers, uh, you know, on citations, I, I don't get a lot of calls uh we we've got a very good judge judge david bush he's been our judge for 20 years and uh, he's a very lenient judge too so if you want to go to traffic school and you haven't been to one within the past year he'll let you go to traffic school so you know again i i work very closely with mayor john martin we are we are together each and every day and uh, i talked to him about my concerns and and he's a mayor that will listen and that's what i like about it and uh you know when you talk about our city council i i want to mention their names you know we've got willie allison and a strong supporter of the sh- over the police department we've got greg phillips another strong supporter we've got dustin stanton strong supporter and jeff harold so I've got the same council that I had when I came 9 years ago except for the exception of Dustin Stanton. He he won uh 3 years ago right. and uh but you know when, when we talk about the police department and, and I go to the mayor and i say mayor we really need this and if it's something that uh, he knows I believe in it's a good thing and and the the aldermer the council they just passed something where I used to could only approve something up to $100, or the mayor could. Well, now they increased it to $2,500 because they've got enough confidence in our mayor sure. that they know he's going to make the right decision. That that was a big step right there. That, so, is, uh, that is. But we've got a great council. I couldn't ask for a better mayor, a better council. And uh, we've just got a great city, and, and you know that.
0: I do know that. And we'll continue to talk about how great the city of Baxter is. My guest today, Mayor John Martin, Police Chief Danny Holmes. Trending now, there have been a lot of good things going on in the city of Baxter. Here today to tell us about those good things are Mayor John Martin and Chief Danny Holmes. The traffic signal at 56 and 70, just going east uh, from the high school, middle school. It's coming in 2020, Chief, as you mentioned. Uh, and, and patience is the key when you get in traffic, uh, school traffic. And I learned learned that this morning. Forgetting that school's back in uh, session, I, we, my wife and I do not have kids. We have two dogs, and uh, I forgot. Uh, and I know we started last week or two weeks ago, and, and I already forgot school's in. Left at 7:25, got to Upperman High School, and was it was backed up a little bit. It wasn't bad, um, you know. It, and you just prepare. And that's my fault that I left at 7:25. I should have left at 7:15 or waited until 7:50. And that is my fault. But patience is a key. You want to keep our kids safe. You want to keep everybody safe. Uh, but that that's going to change some next, in 2020 with the traffic signals. So that's one good thing. Uh, I, I know some more information on that, Mayor, you may have to give us. Um.
2: Well, TDOT, we've been working on this. We started working on this uh, uh, the month after I was elected because everyone came to me and said we've got to do something with the traffic. Uh, we started working, and I know uh, Mayor Will Height worked on it prior to me. And uh, we now have a PIN number. uh the preliminary uh, drawings, everything has been finalized with TDOT and they told me hopefully if everything went well they would probably start May or June of uh, 2020. So they're going to do a lot of work out there. There'll probably be more turn lanes and uh, it's going to be the the really nice uh, alarm uh, signals. It's not going to be a a spanning wire across the street because I told them when they first initiated that, that's what we're going to get. And I said, that looks terrible. Right. So we had probably 20 dot people at the crossroads when we addressed all this. And they said, tell us what you want before we leave. So we addressed all of that. They agreed to that. So, and turn lanes and all. So it's really going to be good. Um, uh, it will really help the, uh, the traffic there I think
0: that's good and, and that's a, just one of the, the good things that's coming before I get to the other good things I asked the chief what are some of the calls he gets from citizens what are some of the calls you receive as mayor uh, day in and day out where they got concerns or maybe a small complaint we don't want to say people complain too much but they may have a small complaint what are your most common phone calls you get mayor
2: well a lot of it is um water you know you always have and City of Cooper we, we do not have a monopoly on this uh, which is going to really help us once we free these other t- people up off the garbage truck of cleaning out uh, ditches and coverts and all. But the thing about the lay of the land in Baxter, it's, uh, it doesn't flow like everyone thinks it should flow. And uh, you can't take water from one area and put it, uh, divert it over to your neighbor. You know, and a lot of people says, well, you've got to do something about it. But we can't, we can't do things like that. But I guess that's probably the, one of the biggest things that we have is, uh, is water problems.
0: And water from supply, and then, of course, you have rain. And right. a few weeks ago, we had that, that flood, flood and that, that come through on First Avenue, <laughs> and actually two sections of First Avenue, if I'm not mistaken. And that's just a water flow issue, and it's something that – it don't happen a lot. Right. Uh, I know the public works department's working on addressing it every time it happens. We appreciate that. And, of course, there's ways around it. It doesn't take long to go left. If you're going towards the the schools, go left and go around it. But Mm -hmm. people uh, may not be aware. But there are some issues there. Good things coming. Just saw an update on the construction of the amphitheater a few days ago. How's that coming along?
2: Well, we're going to pour the pad this afternoon. I had a meeting with John Ross, uh, which is Director of Parks and Recreation this morning, Uh, He came to the city hall and uh, some of his counterparts. And we're getting ready to order all the materials for it. Uh, We're hoping that uh, if everything works well, we'll have it built before winter. Uh, It's really going to be a beautiful amphitheater. It's going to be stone floors, and uh, it's going to be landscaped. Uh, It's going to be really pretty, and it's going to be a really big benefit to, uh, to our city. We're also applying for... Uh, some diabetes grants, and we're hoping that if we get that. One thing about the diabetes grants, they're big on uh, farmer's markets and walking trails and all. So we're going to put in for a a farmer's market uh, in there in the same area where our amphitheater is at and uh, walking trails and all. And uh, we just got our fingers crossed that we can get those grants.
0: Where is the amphitheater going to be located at?
2: The amphitheater is going to be on the west side of the property uh, adjacent to our uh, city park now. We put it in the corner. There'll be uh, plenty of seating. Uh, I know there's two big trees, dead trees, that we're going to take down. But uh, it's going to be positioned in a way that everyone can see. And uh, we've got pictures. uh, uh, There's one in the Carolinas that is exactly like we wanted so they went and looked at that, got all the dimensions and all, but uh, it's beautiful at night. We've got pictures of their amphitheater uh, lit up at night. So it's really going to be a big asset to Baxter, but it's also going to be a big asset setting our park setting in between two schools, which they can utilize their park, and if they need to, they can use the amphitheater for you know plays or whatever they want to do. So that's a big benefit for C D city and our schools.
0: This is trending, discussing all the good things going on in Baxter. The Baxter City Parks has improved as well over the years. When I grew up, it was a, a, a decent place to go, had outdated equipment. Now it's a place where people want to go mm-hmm. during the summer or after school, and it's safe. Right. Uh, I know in high school when I was at actually the old Hupperman High School, which is now Cornerstone, uh, you'd have occasional people venture over there, maybe not doing the right thing. But now that's not a big problem. Uh, the Baxter Parks uh, is looking good. Just across the street from that, uh, the city, the county, and the school system are working on Baxter Seminary Park, a new park, uh, kind of to honor the old Baxter Seminary. And There's a lot of history at Baxter Seminary, and and I know a lot. We won't get into the history. We could do one show over Baxter Seminary. But that's coming along, and it's coming along. It's a process as well. What are they looking to do there, Mayor, as far as what are they looking to have in the Baxter Seminary Park?
2: Well, one good thing about Excuse me, the Baxter Seminary Park, they've got a lot of donations already. Uh, they've got probably 20 benches, metal benches that we're going to position all through the park. You're going to have three circles that's going to come off of the sidewalks that's going to kind of highlight Baxter Seminary. There's going to be uh, pictures that's you know permanently fixed there that people can see the history of Baxter Seminary. There's going to be a... Uh, Really, a a con or whatever you want to call it, of Baxter Seminary leading into the park. But this, the thing about the Baxter Seminary Park is going to join with the amphitheater and the Baxter Park. So it's going to be one big, huge park. And um, I know we're, like I say, we're taking donations. We're going to have a a lamppost. We're asking for donations from people on that. But, uh, it's going to be a really unique park once we get finished. I know
0: as a citizen, I appreciate the schools allowing us to – that's school property, and I appreciate the schools allowing us to do right. that and the seating and the, the, the county. And Parks and Rec, I know, has worked on that. Cleaned up the area between the high school and, and the softball – or the old high school, Cornerstone, and the softball field. Things are just looking a lot better there. Uh, other thing, the depot, of course, has been around a few years, but it's just a continued hot spot for meetings, and people want to go. People want to look at history – uh, Miss June Lewis is there. She's she's there. Welcome, people. Uh, it's an active place. A lot of good things right in downtown. Anything else in downtown that might be going on? I know. Before you answer that, Upperman Campus Community Council, which we're part of is, uh, as as uh, public servants, we serve on that committee, and we're looking to do things. We've already done a project at uh, the high school, and that's underway. The Veterans Monument, which is going to look great. So football season this year, people's coming through the gate. They're going to see this Veterans Monument. One of the discussions talking about maybe doing a greenway at some point and tying in the that's campus of so the schools, the two high school the high school and the middle school with <coughs> the depot and downtown Baxter. That's down the road, but that's something that we're trying to get funding for as well. Uh because that's greenways are a big, big thing these days with citizens. They want somewhere safe to walk. They're gonna be able to go to the Baxter Park and the amphitheater and then the seminary park, tie that in. That's gonna be one place to sit and walk. They wanna get if they wanna get exercise, they can do that there. But they also if they have a greenway they can do that as well. So that's a, uh, a a big thing. Anything else cosmetically that you can think of in the city that might be coming that you can talk about, or if it's a secret, uh, I won't hold you to it. Well, but. we
2: have, uh, everyone knows, the Sewell Building. The Sewell Building, uh, when I was elected, we we sold the Sewell Building just virtually immediately. Uh, we sold it to an individual, that, and we specified we want the integrity of the building to stay is close to where where it's at. Uh, she is building a uh, event center there, spending tons of money there, and I think uh, they're working on it now. They can accommodate uh, uh, seven hundred people in it. Uh, it's up. It's going to be on an upstairs and downstairs. Uh, she's already got, I think, a a wedding for the first of the year. Already starting planning of what they're going to do there. Uh, fixing the parking lot, but that's really going to be big for Baxter also.
0: Good, good. Today we are trending with the city of Baxter. Mayor John Martin is here with me, along with the police chief, Mr. Danny Holmes, talking about all the good things coming uh, in our next segment. We'll continue to discuss those, and we'll talk about the growth uh, of the city of Baxter and what services we need to provide there. This is Trending. I'm Ben Rogers. The city of Baxter continues to grow. That is what's trending today. Mayor John Martin, Police Chief Danny Holmes, join me to discuss the benefits of growth and some of the challenges One of the biggest things that's happened in a long time, uh, Chief and Mayor, happened last uh, December, I believe it was announced, or sometime in the winter, I can't remember exactly, is the uh, investment of Portobello coming in and locating right by the interstate where the old racetrack used to be. I know you were involved long before we ever knew, and that's part of being mayor. Um, The commission, Danny and I, as commissioners that represent Baxter in the 8th District, we get we get filled in kind of close to the finalization a little bit about what's going on, but you're you're in it from the get go, and you and the county mayor and, mm-hmm. and the chamber of commerce and the ECD people, tell us about that process. I, I know it was a long process, and I know that one time it was it was real positive and we knew it was coming, and there was a little bit of a lull thinking we may not get that land that investment, and then it happened. So, if you don't care, tell us about that process.
2: Well, on December the third. This year, Portobello came and they said, we're getting ready to make an announcement that we're coming to Baxter. And I know uh, Mayor Porter and all of us sat there and says, hey, uh, let's put this off if we can, because we've got so much stuff that we've got to finalize before this can happen. Well, Portobello says, we're coming December 3rd, get ready. So we had no recourse, but uh, Delmonico, everything was set up there. We had the announcement, and it was unbelievable, the atmosphere, knowing that the small town of Baxter was getting a $150 million investment. Never in my lifetime and never in my thoughts when I ran for mayor that this could ever, ever happen. Well, since that <clears throat> since that time, uh, there's been so many hurdles to, to get over uh, as far as the industrial board. And and I've been on the phone with uh, attorneys from we started, I guess, probably the worst part a couple of weeks ago. It uh, started at 7.30 and finished at uh, uh, 5.30 in the afternoon. But uh, everything we knew that was happening is worth it. Uh, To have that come into Baxter is just unbelievable. But no one uh, ever, ever knows what it uh, takes to get everything worked out and finalized. But I'm proud to say that uh, Portobello now owns the property. Um, They had 36 acres of the uh, racetrack. They bought 53 acres to join that. Uh, The thing about the building and people says, well, be ready to go just a little while. Well, everyone needs to understand this building's a 1,300,000 square feet. So it's going to take a while to build it. But through this whole process, Portobello says we're going to build this in four different phases. Well, they came to me two weeks ago and says uh, plans have changed. Once we start, we're going to build Portobello, which is great. It's great for us, but uh, you've got to start jumping through hoops because of water and sewers and everything that the city of Baxter and uh, ARC uh, we're going uh, we're talking to different ones, different agencies on that. But uh, it takes a lot to put this project together. But the thing about it could never ever t- uh taken place if we didn't have a team in Putnam County.
0: I right. try and Chief, as a commissioner as well. This is exciting for you and I, serving as commissioners in, in that part of the county. Our part of the county is seeing growth. What does this mean to you? Uh, you? You've been a lifelong resident of Baxter. Would you have ever thought a $150 million investment from a Brazilian company would come to the city of Baxter?
1: You know, Ben, no. I, I could never fathom that. But, uh, you know, when you get talking to the people that, from Brazil, they're from a small town like us and uh the the small town atmosphere and and that's what brought them here in the location close to the interstate, so uh, we're excited about Portobello we're excited about Baxter, we're excited about the bees that's right and uh you know we we have some of the greatest schools in the world in the city of we Baxter, do. and you know that and uh And, you know, we've got some of the great sports, you know, the Lady B's, 17, 18 state champs. and back. back to back. And uh, our football, uh, we're going to be number one this year. And uh, Alcoa, get ready. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Tornadoes. (laughs) That's right. This is trending. We're visiting with John Martin and Danny Holmes. Another part of the uh, – and this is all Baxter today, but another part that's – the schools that's going well, and academically, as you said, some of the greatest scores are middle schools, high schools, some of the greatest scores, uh, But the fishing team, Mary, and I, I look at you because you are an avid fisherman. Uh, i am not going an invite yet to go with you, but I'm waiting on that. <laughs> Chief and I are ready. But you are an avid fisherman. I know you know what's going on with the fishing team. Well, they're going to nationals.
2: Right. Bassmasters nationals.
0: Bassmasters nationals. Where do the Where is this tournament being held?
2: It's going to be held in Kentucky Lake. I mean, I've I've fished a lot of tournaments on Kentucky Lake, so it's probably the world's largest man-made lake. It's massive. They're sending two teams. Two teams, and you've got, you know, once you get there, uh, you've really got to be careful. You think, well, it's just open water, and and I can run anywhere. Well, when I first started fishing Kentucky Lake, right out in the middle of the lake, I ran across a sandbar. I looked down, and I was – I, well, I was running fast enough because I like to go fast, <laughs> but I slid across it, you know, but you, uh, uh, the waves, uh, I've been there and, uh, I fished a tournament and the waves get so big that they, and I run a 21 foot boat. It covered my boat. The waves got so big. We came around a a corner and the waves were so big and it hit us and my boat went under the water and. There's probably six inches of water in the bottom of my boat. Scared wow. us to death. Wow. But when they fish this, we want them to be careful, take care. But uh, we've got two really great teams. Wish them well. Uh, hope they come out winners. But uh, it's really big for Upperman.
0: Are you going as an advisor? Uh,
2: probably not. Probably
0: mm-hmm. not. I'd love to see in their in their <clears throat> uniform out there directing them. That would be great. So we have Portobello, and that's – how many jobs is Portobello? 230. 230. And it's conveniently located to the new development that all we right. got, uh, just that other side of the interstate, and 140 houses there. So we, we have room. If, if, if there's people coming to to take these jobs at Portobello and anywhere else near Baxter, we have room for them. Baxter's growing. Uh, is there, what, Chief, safety-wise, do you see that as a problem going forward with all the growth coming
1: Oh, absolutely. Uh, anytime you have growth, you know, you have safety issues, but, uh, you know, we've got a great police department. We, we have very professional police officers and, uh, you know, we do what we can with what we've got. And, and we've also got the county that will come down and help us out. And, and that's a great thing. And, uh, you know, you talk about Baxter and, uh, there was times that, uh, I'd have to go to Kugel Police Department and and ask them if I could have some of their old uniforms for my officers. And and it's not like that anymore. So we've come a long ways, and we we expect to even uh, grow with the times. And uh, we're we're excited, that's for sure.
0: And there's some some transition as well within Baxter, and, and of course, near and dear to my heart, and and as you, Chief, uh, senior citizens, uh, a couple years ago, actually, well, about a couple years ago now, uh, Mayor, you were a big part of that transition as well with, along with County Mayor Randy Porter and the school system again it's a great partnership we have um, senior citizens moved out of the city hall building and and was uh, now occupied where we used to be the kindergarten building when I was in school I went to kindergarten actually went to kindergarten in the lot where the library is uh, located and we'll talk about that shortly but senior citizens transition over there they have more room they have for activities and the seniors uh, you know they help our community. They, they're they the big staple of our community, and that's something, Chief, you and I talked about when we first got in in 2014 as commissioners. We want to do everything we can to help them. That location is ideal for them. Uh, the process wasn't too bad uh, getting over there. Mayor, what are some of the benefits they're seeing right now in that new location?
2: Well, it's uh, there's more people coming all the time to the center. We moved it, and we had the opportunity to work with the county and Thanks to the commission, everyone to work with us and the school board. We wanted more people from Baxter to enjoy a senior citizens center, and uh, we moved the uh, the library. Mm-hmm. When we did that, it's uh, at least twice uh, as large as what it was in the city hall, and uh, it's a great benefit. And I know every virtually every meeting we have, our council meeting, the uh, the persons in charge of the library is there giving us an update and uh, very, very happy about uh, his library. And we are also, it's a big benefit to our city. People moving in, they look for uh, things like parks and libraries and and like our welcoming center with a a museum and all. It's just a big benefit. And it also gave us the opportunity to... uh, to redo our City Hall, which hasn't had, uh, I don't think, any work done since it was built. One of my goals when I was elected is to make our City Hall uh, a place that people could come in and be proud to be. Where the library was, we have a uh, conference room. It's beautiful and it's so, so nice to have all the people that's coming in and having meetings there. Uh, we don't have to go either to the depot or back in the back where our court's at. We've got a really big, nice conference room. And uh, I'm just so proud to sit there with people and, and have meetings with them because that's what people would expect when they come to your town. That's exactly they right. They want a place to sit down, uh, a com- comfortable atmosphere, and it is now. And we're so proud
0: of it. That's great. Mayor, Chief, uh, wrapping up, thank you both for being here. Appreciate what you do for my hometown and the growth it's seeing. I want to thank my producer, Marsha Lee, doing a great job once again. Please join us next Friday at 8 a.m. on News Talk 94.1 FM. I'm Ben Rogers, and this is Trending.